1: Learn more at marines.com. Live across Australia on SEN Track, giddy up with Gareth Hall.
2: It's now time for the weekend preview with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling
1: and Mitch Lewis. Yeah, time for the weekend preview on this Thursday morning. Mickey Gannon's having the week off, and so um, out M Gannon, in C. Nelson for the weekend preview on this Thursday as we get set for Magic Millions Day on a Saturday. Dean Watling and Mitchy Lewis also with me for the weekend preview. Dean Watling, first of all, good morning. Morning, fellas. Chris
0: O'Gara, Mitchy. a pleasure to be with you. I'd prefer if I was up on the Gold Coast, but... Yep, uh, a couple of meetings to get through and keen to rip into the Gold Coast and get uh, Chris thoughts as well.
1: Hello hello to you, Mitchie.
3: Hello, boys. Yeah, plenty of racing to go around. So, been up all night getting through it, Gareth. So, between us all, I reckon we'll have a stack of winners for the listeners.
1: And Chris, always great to catch up with you here on Giddy Up and welcome to the Weekend Preview. And at the moment on the Gold Coast, we haven't had any rain the last, what, 24 hours um, it's a little overcast now and there is rain predicted on Saturday. But as all of the trainers and jockeys that were spoken to throughout the week, they couldn't believe how well that, that track drained there last Saturday. So hopefully the surface isn't too wet come Magic Millions days. i say hello to you, mate. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Good morning, Dino. Good morning, Mitchie. Yeah, great to be with you guys. And, yeah,
2: I can just see on the radar there, there's a couple of showers, light showers just off the coast heading your way. So you might get a sprinkling, but... I see we're back on a soft six already this morning. So they're yep. only they're only sort of forecasting zero to one, zero to three, zero to four mils. So I'm pretty confident we'll be on a good track come Saturday. All
1: right, then let's get stuck into the preview. And We'll start with the, the Gold Coast and the the feature race, the two-year-old classic, and of course, our wagering update is brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org. Dot au. What price are we getting Storm Boy now? He's at two sixty dollars with Bet365. Spywise has been solid in the market at $6.00. Parkour's at $10.00. Then we go down to Nest. that was impressive the other day at $5.50. Wolfgang at $19.00. Arabian Summer, the Phillies at $7.00. And then big prices for the rest of the field. Um, we'll start off with you, chris Oh, you still keen storm boy, $2.60. Um, is that value in your eyes?
2: I think it's a fair price. Uh, I probably wouldn't go any lower than maybe $2.40, 2 look, looking at the map, I think there's probably three horses drawn inside him that could kick up being Mashani Hercules, Wolfgang and Mashani Aloha. I, I don't think, obviously, he doesn't have to lead. I mean, we saw what he did. Uh, at, uh, at Dumit in the McLaughlin, he sat three and four wide early. He worked for the first 400 metres of the race, and he was still pulling away from them late. And his final sectional was the quickest in the race. So uh, he's the one, I just think he's the one you can't punch any holes in. All these others in the market, and when you talk of Spywire, and I have a real doubt about Spywire running a strong 1200 in a race with good pressure from a wide gate. He's drawn outside Stormboy. Uh, Arabian Summer, I think, was impressive last week, but they've still got that Ballarat form, which hasn't really measured up at all as yet. Highness is a bit of a query. Uh, and, yeah, there's just others there that have just got little doubts
1: over. Um, so, look, I keep coming back to Stormboy. I posed that question to J-Mac and Kiramar and David Eustace about the concern whether, especially from a... A respected form analyst like yourself, Chris O, about um, Y getting a strong 1,200 metres. They seem that it'll be no problem for the son of trapeze artist. So it is going to be interesting to see if he can finish it off there on Saturday. And he's at $6. You believe he's unders at the moment at that price? Uh, no, I don't think he's unders. I think he's there with a chance. But, uh,
2: yeah, I think that's probably about the right yeah. price. I mean... Just another factor on Stormboy. I mean, he beat Traffic Warden comfortably on debut and we saw that horse come out and win comfortably. At it's only other start, So there's another tick where I, I just can't find any negatives for Storm Boy. I can for the others.
1: What about you, Dino? Who are you backing here in the Gold Coast um, Magic Millions two-year-old classic?
0: Yeah, well, my opinion is pretty similar to Chris's. I want to be against Wire and Parkour um, for that matter. I just think the setup, up the quick backup up to 1200 meters of spy is going to find that horse out i think it's short enough in the mark i think it can drift i think the only thing that's anchoring Spywire there is um, probably the tail of this race probably the top five in the market yes they're they're nice enough to year olds but outside of that it's a really long tail I, i'm really keen to be with storm Boy and have a saber and high nest i think Stormboy, like chris so mentioned has the, the perfect setup here unbeaten three weeks between runs into the event gate 10 and Lands up on speed. We've seen history shows in these big fields and two-year-old magic meetings. You need a lot of luck, and the less luck you need is when you're up on speed. So I think Stormboy is hard enough to beat. And Highness is the query one. If they use gate four, I think I could see that horse storming home out over the top. But
1: Stormboy is very, very hard to beat in this year's two-year-old Magic Means Classic. You say use gate four. I don't know if he can use it. He doesn't look like he's got that much tactical speed. Highness, Dino.
0: No, that that's the big query. Um, I think Inside Gates have dominated this race. Uh, the last thing you want with a, a sort of a fresh two-year-old that's green is having to weave a passage inside outside of horses. The other factor we have got to play into is this new track. Uh, obviously, history yeah. shows the track prior to um, Saturday favoured those up on speed. It's a hard track to get a guide, and we don't have um, the the years of data that says oh it's going to play off rails, in rails. Um, so I think Highness is a definite chance if they overdo it up front, but. Like you mentioned, um, I'm not sure how the gate speed to use gate four. Maybe I'm just wishing and hoping.
3: Itchy,
1: your thoughts on this race?
3: Yeah, look, I think Stormboy will be hard to beat. But if I wanted to be a little bit different, I'm definitely not discounting Arabian Summer. I thought the run last start was good. Um, I think she'll find a good spot. But I'm also not discounting Wolfgang as a, probably a heavy place play. I think he led up there at and He's got barrier two. If... If those gates become a little bit ugly because you want the wider like the wider horses like Spywy and Stormboy and Arabian Summer go at each other, perhaps Wolfgang is going to get the suck run and be around the mark and Blake Shin in the saddle. I think Wolfgang to place is probably a handy play for a little bit of value. In the Guineas, this is a tough race, especially for the market to sort out. Cry some
1: confidence around the Waller camp this week with his three-year-olds, the favourite with bet 3.65 at 550 Sofrato started to hit his straps now in his three-year-old season for the Lip Camp. The Queenslander at $6.50. Sydney Bowler is at $6.50. He's done nothing wrong. He's a, a rising star for Johnny O'Shea and Jason Collard of Bounding. Just keeps on winning at $7.50. It was a confidence-boosting victory at Wong the other day for Royal Tribute at $11.00 infatuation at uh, $12. VC was a big price. I know Miles Fitz is keen on this Galloper and David Eustace gave him a good push this morning. He's into $17 now and then we go out to Show Me Mercy at $19 there with Bet365. Dino, how do you assess this year's guineas?
0: Yeah, well this race will give you a dead set headache trying to figure it out. There's a abundance of speed on paper which I think probably helps those horses drawn out wide. We should see a, a lot of tempo and if Buy race nine, we should have the pattern of the day, which is going to be key to this race. I think Sydney Bowler is the best horse in the race. Um, I think these three-year-olds are a little bit lackluster. So I think a horse like Sydney Bowler can come out of these midweek maidens and then Saturday events with three-year-old guineas. But gate 17, he's going to need an abundance of luck. It's probably not a race I'm going to bet into. I can understand why Croce so, oh, is the favourite. Gate 8, J-Mac, Waller, he's going to get the best run in the race. He might not be the best horse, but... Maybe the run will win in the race. But for me, Gareth, I will be sitting this race out.
2: All right, then, chris Look, it's a tough race, and Dino's nailed it with the speed. I mean, I've got eight horses on the map here that can go forward. So the speed will be good, and that'll give those back markers, I would think, some sort of a chance. And Look, I'm still hoping that uh, Show Me Mercy gets a run, because I still think it's got a chance on a good track. I mean, we've got horses coming out of the Vaux Road that are well fancy here, being Sofrato and Chrysaior, and he comes out of that race as well, and he just didn't handle the soft ground, and he's only beaten a couple of links or so. So I still hope he gets a run. I'll have a few dollars each way. If not, I'll probably lean towards uh, Sofrato and Chrysaior. Interesting, they have met those two twice. Sofrato's won on each occasion, but I think this way or this time, Chrysaior can probably turn the tables. But, yeah, I found this extremely
1: tough. Hmm. Mitchie?
3: At her current price, I thought Abounding was a pretty good play. I was pretty impressed with that last start win at Eagle Farm. I thought she she was probably entitled to get run over the top of, but showed a little bit of fight. So up to the 1,400s, she's in good form. I, I sort of think, uh, I'm with with Dino, if they put a heavy speed into it and she can just sort of sit off them without getting too far back, I, I think she's a good chance too. So
1: outside of the three-year-old Giddies and the two-year-old Classic, I think it's a terrific support program. And the Magic Millions Cups are beauty, far too easy has been impressive again this prep. He's at four dollars eighty. Sarastro just keeps on stepping up to the plate for the all-conquering Tony Golenkamp at five dollars. Then we've got Locker Eagle at seven dollars for Chris Lee's and Nash Tam Tamerlane at seven fifty. James Cummings reported he's happy with Tamerlane ahead of this Cup race there on Saturday. Revolutionary Miss at seven fifty. Paul Snowden reporting today that they decided to go to this race and they had to think of long and hard about it, instead of going to the mayor's race with revolutionary miss, but they believe the 1400 metres shouldn't be a problem for her on Saturday. And she's got her confidence well and truly back after a couple of impressive performances recently. Samana at $13 and then King of Hastings at $19, $19 and Lavish Empire at $21 who gains a start now, Chris. So this is a beauty. Um, I'm looking forward to this race. Oh, I am too,
2: because, uh... I want to see
1: how Zorastro goes. Uh, yes. I'm a big rat for Zorastro, but he's
2: drawn the car park and he's got 1,400 metres. And, look, he's probably not going to lead here with Frosty Rocks in the race. But, look, I, I've just got queries over Zorastro. I've got query over uh, Tamerlane from the wide gate as well. They might just go too hard once again. But we do get some ruffies get home on Magic Millions Day. It's hard to pick which races they're going to win. But I'm going to have a couple of dollars on a couple of ruffies here being revolutionary miss. I think yep. she maps beautifully. Uh, She gets a good ride here. I think she'll be in the picture there somewhere. And King of Hastings, I also think he maps really well. They're just two horses that can just park behind the speed. And if they get a chance to get a good crack at them in the straight, they might be the ones finishing over the top. So a race I'm I'm struggling to get really confident about. So my bets will be just small bets on Revolutionary Miss and King of Hastings. Mitch?
3: Yeah, no, I'll leave this one to the Northern State boys. I, I found it. A nightmare to map you know horses drawn out wide all the speed i just sort of thought this one gave me a little bit of a headache and i'll let the boys take over
1: all right then what about you here dino
3: well
0: i think we're gonna understand the 400 meter start is probably the fairest at the goal coach you got about 400 meters to the first turn so that does help the horses out wide but i agree with chris i think the rastro far too easy those gates at that price, I cannot see those two horses firming in the market. I think Revolutionary Miss is the one that's going to firm. Um, she may not be the best horse in this race, Gareth, but I think in a similar vein to a lot of races on the day there, she's going to get the right map and the right run in transit. And I think we've got to change our thinking sometimes as punters and not find the best horse and maybe find the horse that's going to get the best set up to run the best race. I think Revolutionary Miss is that. I'll be happy enough to have a little speck on her here from Gate 10 with Jamak in the saddle.
1: In the Mayor's race, which is the final event, Lady Laguna, that won well last start at 280, found her Belnesium, is the market leader with Bet365, Royal Merchant. I like what I saw there the other day at Wyong. I don't think she was in blistering form this preparation, but they put the blinkers on her. It was a big drop back in class for that Magic Millions race there at Wyong a few weeks back, and she won nicely, so she's 460. Junquira just loves the Gold Coast. She's at $8, then Walinga Beast at $10, Extremist at $11, Miss Hellfire at $11, then to Fit at $17. Dino, if Royal Merchant turns up, like I think we saw her the other day with that that gear change with the blinkers going on, I think she's going to be awfully hard to beat here.
0: Yeah, I agree. I could probably see her starting a touch shorter here. I think Lady Laguna is probably the better horse. Um, But with the setup here, I think Royal Merchant's going to get a lovely trail from Gate 3, Lady Laguna is going to need a good ride. There is enough pace on paper, I thought. I think it's a race in two between those two. And at the prices, I'll probably learned the way of Royal Merchant purely in the fact it's got a tactical advantage. And I think there's a little bit more juice in its price. I think Lady Laguna, yes, probably the better horse. But I
1: think rock-bottom odds currently at the moment, Gareth. All right, then, Mitchie, do you have an opinion here?
3: Yeah, Royal Merchant for me as well. I, look. She, like you stayed, Gareth, she hasn't been at her best. Her form out of her last prep, you know, including a Group 1 win, you might not say it's the strongest Group 1, but there's good form that's come out of it. I think she showed at Wyong, she's probably going to be close to her best again, and I think if that's the case, then she's a very good chance.
1: Chris, O, who wins the last there at the Gold Coast for the Mayors? I'm
2: going to go with Lady Laguna, Gareth. I want $3 or better. Uh, awkward yeah. looking gate, but if you look at her form, I mean, she she had four runs in group races last prep. She placed in all of them. She won a listed race at uh, Doombin. She she just needs luck from out there. She's got the right man on board in JMAC to get that luck. So I'll stick with her, but as I said, I want $3 or better.
1: We'll take a quick break. This is the Weekend Preview. Gareth Hall, Chris Nelson, Dean Watling and Mitchie Lewis with you as we preview Magic Millions Day. When we return, we'll have a look at some of the other feature events on the program, including the Magic Millions Cutest Open, where we see the Warrior, one of my favourites, Rothfire, going around. Live across Australia on SEN Track, giddy up with Gareth Hall. Great to be with you this Thursday morning and today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We're halfway through our Gold Coast preview, of course, for Magic Millions Day. Gareth Hall, Chris Nelson, Dean Watling and Mitchie Lewis with you. And the Magic Millions cutest opens a beauty. You've got Rothfire, the favourite, with Bet365 currently at $3.50. He has to carry Wade and overcome a wide gate, but geez, he's a warrior. And he's the horse to beat. Steady ready's at $6.50. Hatchet at $6.50. Chinny Boom at $7.50. Situation Room at $12. And then Show Me Mercy at $15. Boom Talk at $15. Alpine Edge at $16. Of course, Show Me Mercy is an emergency for the Guineas here as well, Chris O. But um, Rothfire, Kenny, if can he overcome the gate and the big weight um, at three dollars fifty? Is he a horse to beat in your eyes? It's an intriguing race, Gareth, uh, and, and it's yeah. all
2: about Rothfire, as you say. And I think you've got to have a think and say, well, what price do I want for Rothfire? Do I think I'm getting value for him from that wide gate? If he doesn't get across, I'm stuck out there. I don't think three fifty is a bad price. Uh, if he does get across, then they're not going to beat him. If he's sitting outside yeah. the leader, he's you know handy and he's, he's got cover. I doubt very much whether they're going to beat him, even with the big weight. He's just got lengths on them class-wise. So that's the that's what you've got. To, that's the uh, decision that you have to make. Whether you think the price is fair, and I currently think that price is fair. So I do have him on top. Uh, I think Steady Ready, who ran really well behind him in the King of the Mountain, meets him five kilos better. Is definitely there with the low weight, just thirteen hundred meters, maybe a bit of a test, but you wouldn't think so on what you saw to the eye that day. The stablemate Hatchet. Uh, he's one that can really finish off, and he maps well, but it's a decent rising class for him. So they're the three for me, but at the price available, I'm I'm sticking with Rockfire.
3: Mitch Lewis? Yeah, I was leaning in the way of Steady Ready due to the weight swing and how he ran last time at Toowoomba. I just, big weights and wide barriers just concern me a little bit, but I agree with Chris. O. he's probably the classiest horse in the race, but we'll know early if it's gone wrong for him. Dino?
0: Yeah, I think meters definitely helps Rothbike and probably glide across. And he's a funny horse. I think the worse the setup is, the more often the not, better he goes. Think back to the Stradbroke where he had the, the top weight, the widest gate, and he's stuck on brilliantly there. So I'm happy enough to go. With him. Even if Chris O summed it up well, I think anything um, probably below three dollars I would be a little bit more reluctant to take. But I think around that three dollar fifty, three dollar forty price, I think there's enough juice to, to have a spec on the the old Marvel.
1: In the Magic Million Sub Zero you got Senzala that's in good form for Mar and Eustace, Jamie Carr at three eighty, so United at six dollars, Skylab at seven, the vows at eleven dollars. Bit of a push around for warning with J Mac to ride for the Freemans at sixteen, deficit at sixteen and then ready available at twenty one dollars here. Mitchy. what have you made of Senzala of recent times?
3: Yeah, I think it's been really good in good form those runs back at Caulfield. I think they really stack up. Uh not too concerned about Barrier 15. I think he is... Oh, she's a really good chance. Um, given that, you know, you've got 2,200 metres to be able to find a spot, I think the form's going to stack up here. The only other one I thought was probably a chance of upsetting it was so united if Tim Clark can get his own way out in front up on the speed because I don't think there's heaps more early speed in the race. He might be able to run away with it, but I think, yeah, Zenzella's form stacking up really nicely. Dino?
0: Yeah, it's not a race I'll be betting to, Crusoe. Oh, I think you maybe be able to help the punters out here, but this race and another one, that gave me a little bit of a headache.
2: Yeah, look, I think she'll get across okay here. There's probably four horses that go forward, uh, Military Gambler, So United, Unanimous, and Demon Darby that gets a start. And she can roll forward and probably lob in behind those. Uh, I, I think she's got a bit on these. I mean, most of these horses in this race, they're a little bit... Uh, Unreliable, should we say. They can certainly pull out a big run when least expected. And a Magic billions Day is the sort of day they will. But if you're looking for one with some consistency and some upside, uh, I think she's the one you keep coming back to, number three, Zenzella.
1: I'm spewing. I, I thought the old boy, Warning, would be able to run a big race, Chris. Over gate 21, I know he's a magician, but I don't think he... I don't... He'll have to be, he'll have to be a magician, all right, J-Mac, to yeah. overcome that Same gate, I think. Copperfield stuff. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, sometimes you just need a little bit of luck with the barriers and he hasn't got it, unfortunately, there warning with Gate 21. But what a grand old campaigner he he has been. He's been, Seems like he's been around for an eternity. Um, warning, but um, he gets his chance to compete in another Sub-Zero on Saturday. What about the Magic Millions syndicate race? It's the Battle of the Booms with Bet365 at the top of the market. Robert Heathcote reporting that Expects to see the very best of Prince of Boom on Saturday at 3.80, Golden Boom at $4.40. Then we've got Derry Grove at $7.50. Bossed Up at $8.00. And Beseek at $10.00. So Tony Golan will play a major part here with three of the top five horses in the market. Then we go to Broke Road at $16.00 here, Dino. Yeah, well, Prince of U
0: loves the track. He's two from two at the Gold Coast. Uh, I think he's clearly the best horse in the race on paper. Obviously, he needs luck from gate 14. 1,100-metre starts not as kind as those with a uh, longer distance down the back straight. Tim Clark's going to need to do uh, a little bit of work to cross. There is good speed, but there's not a huge amount of speed. So, uh, um, I think... Uh, as long as he's in that three-wide line, and we talk about this a lot, Gareth, it's better than going back. You just got to get your horse into beautiful rhythm. I think Tim Clark can do that. He's on top for me. I think the one down the page that is worth expecting is Boss Start, very, very impressive last start winner. Put two to uh, two in a row together this preparation. Craig Williams on gate six. That horse probably gets the run of the race. Um, so they're the two I'll be specking here, um, Gareth. Chris, O.
2: yeah, I'm with Prince of Boom here. I think you will slide over okay here. I think Golden Boom will kick up. Um, Bazique will be there somewhere Uh, Fetch will be there somewhere but I think he's got the speed to probably cross them or at least sit outside Golden Boom and from there he's just got to show his best form, I know he's had some issues this preparation at both starts I don't think he'll get caught wide this time, I think he'll be far too good for them if he gets across, so yeah I think he'll be winning Prince of Boom Mitchie Lewis
3: Camp Golden Boom for me. I just sort of thought, uh, like Chris, I said, Prince of Boom will try to slide across. I was hoping Golden Boom can go with him or at least sort of follow him and then um, they'll battle it out. And like Chris, I said, I was just slightly concerned Prince of Boom, a couple of issues that he's had. So um, I thought Golden Boom at a slightly better price was my play in this race.
1: And then we've got the Magic Million snippets and the shortest price favourite of the day basically is King of Sparta at eighty for Team Snowden, Newgate Farm and J-Mac. Rose Courts at $9.00, Natuno at $9.00, shooting for gold at 11 and then Baller at $12.00, hard to say at $12.00, Petronius at $15.00 and big prices for the rest. Is he a eighty chance, Christo, in your eyes, King of Sparta?
2: No, I don't. When I did all the form and then looked at the price afterwards and thought, wow, he's short. I think I've got him on top but I certainly wouldn't be taking red figures about a horse that's going to get back from an inside gate. Uh, look, there's there's speed up front. Uh, I don't think they'll run under average at all. That'll give him a chance but I think Ball has some sort of a chance as well. I mean, good run first up. The sectionals were very strong. I know he probably hasn't put his best run in for a little while but Tony Gollan will have him ready to go on Saturday and He's another one who'll get back and run on. So I think they'll be able to get home over the leaders, but uh, oh, I'll miss King of Sparta, not at the price. I'd probably prefer to have something on baller. Dino? Yeah, I think Chris,
0: sums summed it up perfectly. I think if you like King of Sparta, which I do, I think wait till Saturday, you'll understand the track pattern by gate uh, race seven. Sorry, if you can run on, if you can't run on, I think you're going to get a better price. So... I think King of Sparta is incredibly hard to beat. He's the best horse on paper, clearly. But like Chriso said, with a horse getting back, you want a lot of things in your favour. So wait and bet King of Sparta, Michi, That's the way I'll be playing it.
3: Yeah, I think King of Sparta, best horse in the race. But I'm glad I agree with Chris. So I thought baller at an each-way price was probably a better way that I'd want to spend my money if I'm getting around $2.50 to place. Uh, I think he's got the form on the board and with a nice little freshen up. I was hoping he could run us at an each-way price.
1: Bets now at the Gold Coast, lads. We'll start off with you, Mitchie. Are you playing any of these gallopers with your staking plan?
3: Uh, Not in my staking plan, no.
1: No. Your best bet there?
3: Uh, My best bet there was, sorry, Gareth, uh, Royal Merchant. I'm pretty keen. I think she'll run a good race.
1: Dino?
0: Yeah, I'm going to play a hundred dollars on my staking plan. Uh, race eight, number one, Stormboy. I think he's best bet across the program. I think it's a, a weekish edition of the Magic Millions, and he has the best profile there, so he's my best bet of the, uh, of the program. And I'm going to spend
1: a hundred dollars on the nose, race eight, number one, Stormboy, please, Gareth. And Chris, oh, Mickey Gaddon said you can have three dollars of his bank that he made last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my three dollars on Stormboy. That'll uh, that'll get me a
2: holiday somewhere. I'm sure. I'm not sure where. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll give you half a beer. No, you, <laughs> so oh, I mean you get you, you can have 300, mate. So you're going to have 300 on Stormboy. You're playing out yep. like you're going to um, filter it throughout the meeting. Yep. No, I'm going to have my 300 on Stormboy. Yep. Geez, I've never like. When was the last time you were this bullish about a horse?
2: Uh, I don't know I'm just trying to think of something that won of course I wouldn't think, give you anything that lost but, uh... is
3: that chip, chips in Chris O that's for tags it chips in Storm Boy tomorrow yes, Saturday?
2: yeah they'll, they'll be asking me about chips <laughs> in on Saturday and uh, yeah dead set. it'll be chips in unless look you know things can change between now and Saturday but
1: certainly at this stage chips well and truly in guys alright then Chris oh, it's going to be a great day looking forward to it mate we appreciate your help on the weekend preview today and um, yeah. Enjoy the Gold Coast on Saturday.
2: Yeah, pleasure, guys. Uh, Good luck to
1: all the listeners and, uh, and Dino and Mitchie and Gareth and we'll chat soon. There's Chris Nelson there, 9.34. Let's take the news and we'll come back and have a quick look at Flemington and Rose Hill. Live across Australia on SEN Track, giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up 936. We're halfway through the weekend preview. We'll still look at Flemington, the standings, the highlight there, and it's 10 races at Rose Hill on Saturday. And Dean Watling's confident he can help us back a few winners there in Sydney. So we'll take a break on the other side of it. We'll take a look at Flemington and Rose Hill for Saturday. Live across Australia on SEN Track, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. This is Giddy Up on this Thursday morning. Plenty of tech messages coming through, 0499 736 736. We don't need Mickey G when we've got the Bondi bomber, Dean Watling, on fire at the moment. And that's from Cal. Has Rothfire been scratched, taken down by some of the betting agencies? No, Tony, I think he's still in racing in race number four. Stridle is S-T-R-I-D-Y-L. Stridle.com is the website to check it out. It's terrific if you're looking to get into a racehorse with a city code or a trainer based in your area or if you like a certain size, just head to stridle.com. It's a terrific website that can help you... Find the horse that you want to go in. And, um, yeah, they're doing a terrific job there at Stridal. What other text messages have we got here? A few on the sales. I might get to a little later on in this hour, but we need to have a look at Flemington today or on Saturday. And the feature event there is the standees for the sprinters down the straight there at Flemington on Saturday. Having a look at the market with Bet365 at Flemington for the feature event, you've got the astrologers who's second up, he gets out to the 1,200 metres. He's at $6 with bet 3.65. The favourite, however, is from South Australia, Sigripa at $2.20. This galloper was impressive the other day. Caulfield, he's had a wonderful prep this time in for the Oxdale. So he's at $2.20, the astrologist at $6. Treasured Star's an interesting runner. First up in this state for John Leake Jr. at $7, or in Victoria, I should say Curran's at $6.00. Crosshaven at nine, snapper at $11, and then Poland at $26, who was scratched the other day at um, Geelong after not loading or playing up in the gates. So it's only a small field here, Mitchy Lewis, but the South Australian, well, he dominates the market. You would imagine if he can turn up and show the form that he did the other day, he's going to take some beating here.
3: Yeah, I think so, but I'm, I'm probably not willing to play him at that price. I think he's too sure. I'd want something... Geez, 280 plus, I think. And the only reason I say that is um, first time down the straight, uh, He, you know, he kicked off this campaign in BM70s at Morfordville Like, it's no real knock on there. It's just he's he's up to Group 3 level now, first time at Flemington, barrier one on the inside. I think he'll want to be up on the speed, and I think Snapper and Poland will go with him. So he might not get everything his own way. So if, if he goes on a Savage Drift, I'll probably back him. But I'm probably more in the camp of, say, Curran, um, particularly if that speed's going to be on. I think in a small field, it sets him up. And two starts back, he did beat Sharipa home, and then he was only two and a bit links off behind him last time. So that's sort of where I'm playing in this race. Dino, I don't know, you're a fan of Sharipper. Can you get him at that price?
0: Yeah, probably can't get him that sure, but I think we will get a little drift here. We've seen support already the Astrologist, Curran, and a few others. I think the market might gravitate to those horses proven down the Flemington Strait, which might open up a really good betting opportunity for I'm um, I just think it's it's a little bit of a uh, not a wives tale, but I think you got to look at the horse's pattern. I think Sharipa has a perfect pattern for the straight, uh, and he has that good high cruising speed. He can sit in behind the speed there and then extend off it. Gets down in the way, it's fifty four and a half kilos. I think if he's ever going to win a race down the straight in a Group Three, it's going to be this race. So I think he's hard enough to beat, but I think we will wait for a drift here. You go,
1: Michi, Outside of that that feature race there at Flemington, it's a pretty handy enough program there. This time of the year at Flemington, um, we've got Green Belt at 360 in the first league of the Quaddy. Punch Lane at 420, Helix at 650, Vagrant at 11 dollars, Intrepid Eagles in good form at 13 dollars, Explosive Thinker at 13. Do you have an opinion here?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty interested in Green Belt actually. So he's only lightly raced, five year old as well. He, look, he's coming off a massive spell, but the, he's had two. I think they were thousand meter trials and won them both. Like. I, I just think if he looks right to be able to kick it off, like I'm watching him with keen interest. He's probably as low as I'd want to go for a bet. But with Celine Gaudry in the saddle, I, I, I think if he's here at his best, he's he's a pretty good chance based on what we've seen in his short career. All right then, Dino?
0: Yeah, I think Mitchie summed it like up well. It's just whether or not you want to take the risk of horses first up of a long layoff. Some people are against it. I'm more so... Um, Use the trials, use the jump outs to build your opinion. And like Mitchy mentioned, his two jump outs over 1,000 metres have been terrific. He gets him well at the weights. He's past form would win this race. So if he's improved at all, off um, that long layoff, I think he's incredibly hard to beat. Gets a lovely setup. So I think the yard will tell the story late, Mitchie. I think if we see him firm, that's a good push in the yard that, yes, he's here, ready to go. And then I think if he goes for a bath and pushed out, that's maybe where we, um, we don't chime in.
3: And I think you're spot on, Dino, with... Looking at those trials, there's a difference. To so say if they were 800 metre jump outs, and he just coasts up, it, it's not the same sort of thing. Like he sort of had that little bit more pressure in those jump uh, trials, and that's what makes the difference to my eye, anyway. So just for a little help there on the punters when you're looking at these horses off long layoffs.
1: Race nine, you got Miracle Spin for Manny Smith that brings some handy enough form from Sydney at 210 with Bet365. Ton of grit at six dollars, Piaggio at six dollars, and then Captain Britain at seven fifty. Real sensation. It's going great guns at the moment for Luke Oliver at $10. And then um, we go to Typhoon Harmony at $16 here. Dino, do you have an opinion here with Miracle Spin as the favourite at two ten?
0: Yeah, I think it's really well placed. And Matty Smith does a terrific job on travelling his horses up and down uh, from New South Wales to Victoria. Um, and when he does bring them down, you've got to take note because more often than not, they win. Is there enough juice in the price, Mitchie? I'm not quite sure. I think we probably want a little bit better. I think he's the horse I want to be with. and I can't find anything to beat him, but 2-10 for me was a little bit short, Mitchy.
3: Yeah, I probably agree as well. I sort of had him on my second line, though, because I leant towards ton of grit, probably just coming down in grade slightly. I think it's an easier race, barrier four, Geordie Childs. I just sort of thought he was probably over the odds because we've got to play that short price for Miracle Spin.
1: All right, we'll rip through these other races at Flemington. Jungle Jim in the last at 4.60. Jenny Jerome, 5.50. Is it Mees flying for Dan Bowman at 6.50? Then Turf Decision at $8.00. Ebony King at $8.00 here, Mitchie.
3: Yeah, Jungle Jim or Jenny Jerome for me. I'm probably just going to wait and see what the track's like because I don't think Jenny Jerome probably wants it uh, too good. I think she'd prefer a soft track. So if we're at something like a good three, I'll probably go the way of Jungle Jim, who I thought was impressive last start. Dino,
0: yeah, no bet for me. I think Jungle Jim probably gets a soft enough lead, and, and no surprise to see it in favour, but not a race I'll be betting into. Go,
1: geez, I'm excited to see a tago go around in race three at Flemington. He's a dollar ninety with bet three six five at Mick Price. Geez, he's got a big opinion about this galloper. He was impressive at Bendigo. That's been a really good form race here. Dino, is he a lock for your multis? He's at a dollar ninety, very surreal at three sixty, and then Valos in that same race at seven dollars.
0: Oh, he looks to be one of the better bets of the program. I think if Very Surreal wasn't in this race, he'd be a, a chips-in job. Um, I think Very Surreal does bring strong enough form, peaks third up and gets travelled down from New South Wales, which often can bring horses on. But the win visually uh, on debut by Otega was brilliant. Then you look at the sectionals and the data out of it, that just screams that he's a proper horse. So can't wait to see him. I hope they use gate four. I think that's the only jink in his armour, Mitchy. They so don't use gate four and very surreal gets a, a nice soft enough lead out in front. I think it will be hard enough to, um, to beat, but can't roll the dice fine a nice gal for Mitchie.
3: Yeah, I agree. But I'm probably, if I'm having a bet in this race, it would be on very surreal. I just sort of thought the race map take control of the race. She'll be up there on the speed and last start, uh, she was less than half a length behind hell hath no fury who came out and won yesterday. So there's a form, line there that's sort of being franked now so it's between those two but i'm leaning towards surreal at a better price
1: all right boys quickly staking plans at flemington with your best bets we'll start with you mitchy uh
3: my best bet comes in race two if it runs golden crusader i think it's going to be in a good position so i might have just 50 dollars on golden crusader and that's i've got 150 to use quickly at murray bridge all right then dino
0: yeah, I'm not using any of my bank. Uh, but my best bet there, race eight, come to She Ripper to make it one from one down the Flinders Straight.
1: We'll take a break. Come back and have a look at Rose Hill. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. This is the Weekend Preview this Thursday morning. Let's have a look at Rose Hills, The January Cup's the feature over the 2,000 metres. Naval College at 2.70, bet 3.65. Lunacy's 5.50. Baby Rider $6.00, Touristic at, $6, at $9.00. Dino, how do you read this year's race, the January Cup?
0: Yeah, Naval College was a very impressive winner last start. Um, Just Stanley stays aboard. He's got a terrific record on his horse. Uh, Gate four, I think it's hard enough to beat. A little bit of a theme of the, the day, though these horses, a little bit short. I think baby riders is the main danger, but Naval College on top here for me, Mitchie.
3: Yeah, I had Naval College on top as well, and probably one of my better bets of the day. I sort of thought, impressive last start, like you said. Uh, third up stats are pretty good, and uh, he'll race up on the speed, and I think he'll probably take control of this race. So Naval College for me as well.
1: Snowden's gave us a, gave us a good push for... Kabling today, it's been well supported into 280 with Bet365 it's in the benchmark 100 which is the 8th race at Rose Hill Dino, you know? are you confident with Kabling? Yeah, you look at the race and I try to get him beat just pure in the fact that if you look at the, the rivals
0: here but then you do the form, he gets down 52.5 kilos, I think he is hard enough to beat, I think i called it is the main danger apprentice on three kilos i think that's a slight query but fresh records terrific gate two reads well i think the big query is out on oscar zulu zoo tiger and a couple of others so cobbling on top but i think you can have an each way bet on uncalled
3: it mitchy yeah i didn't mind zoo tiger we, you and me bang on sometimes dino about forgiving horses when they have an issue and he bled last start had a slow recovery so second up i reckon he can take a little bit of improvement off that and i, I like his race map so zoo tiger a bit of value for me
1: what about staking plans there at Rose Hill on Saturday, Dino? Yeah,
0: my best bet of the day and the remaining $100, my first $100 on Stormboy. The remaining beyond on race nine, number eight, Boston Rocks, with the Nathan Doyle-Tom Sherry combination. Saved over last week's race um, behind Shaken. I think he's found a beautiful race here. And what I love about this is he only had the one trial into that first up win. So I think he's got an abundance of um, improvement to come. And he
1: is my best bet of the day, race nine, at number eight, Boston Rocks. And what about you, Mitchie? You're not playing at Rose Hill, but you've got some bets there at Murray Bridge on a Saturday in South Australia.
3: Yeah, two early plays for me at Murray Bridge. So race five, number four, cool the jets for the Blanche team. I'm going to have $50 on that horse. He's been running on well and he'll appreciate Murray Bridge. And race nine, number five, more sugar. I'll have $100 on uh, On the quick backup. It was a pretty forgivable run last week. She... Missed the kick and was caught out wide at Gawler, which is a bit tough. Uh, Murray Bridge is right up her alley. So she's got a good run in here to be able to get our money back from last week.
1: All right, lads, a lot of fun. Hopefully we can back plenty winners on Saturday. It's just starting to, starting to rain here as um, we get set to kick off the sails once again here on the Gold Coast. So it's not, not heavy rain. It's just drizzly rain at the moment. I don't think it'll have much of an impact for Saturday. Um, but rain is predicted on Saturday, So it'll be interesting to see how that track plays once again. But um, terrific program it's going to be a lot of fun, lads, and we'll catch up with you over the next couple of days. Thanks for that, Mitchy.
3: Thanks, boys. Good luck to you as well.
1: Good on you, Dino. Thanks,
0: mate. Stay safe up there and um, good luck to all the listeners out there
1: across the weekend. Dean Watling from deanwatling.com and Mitchie Lewis from formguybreakdowns.com as well. They're in form at the moment. The lads, let's hope that can continue. Thanks for your time here on Giddy Up. It's been a lot of fun today, a bit of a slow start, um, but we got there in the end. So um, I'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll have an extended interview with David Eustace and also Kira Mar. Looking forward to that. They'll be sitting down with me here on the, the Gold Coast, so hopefully you can join us then.
3: The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. Good morning, I'm Neith Gardner with SEN News. Australians are being advised to exercise caution if travelling to Port Moresby. It's after defence personnel had to be called in to restore order in the PNG capital after a demonstration turned violent with at least one person killed. PM Anthony Albanese says they're monitoring the situation closely. Our High Commission in Port Moresby...